Heyo, you wonderful souls. This is Sapphire Waters, author of Sapphire Soul Tools, a beginner's guide to spiritual living and soul coach. Today, we are going to be discussing chapter five of my book, Acronyms to Live By. So when I was dealing with my postpartum depression, I started taking some DBT, dialectical behavioral therapy classes at the Center for Mental Health. And one of the things that they had us learning about was interpersonal skills. And if you're not familiar with DBT, DBT is the skills that you were supposed to learn when you were um, children, and you didn't. So interpersonal skills is a big part of that because you need to be able to communicate with others effectively. If you come at people using you, you did this, you hurt me, you wronged me, those people are going to get defensive. You are not going to be heard. You're not going to get your point across, your needs, your wants, any of that. It's actually just going to end up making things worse because the person's going to feel attacked. So they're going to start attacking back or they're going to completely shut down. Think of it just as with our children. If we yell at our kids after a little bit, they just shut us off. So we have to learn how to communicate well. Uh, the first skill that I would like to teach you is called Deer Man. D-E-A-R-M-A-N. The D is describe your situation. For me, describing the situation was not as easy. They tried to teach it to us in the class with food where we had this piece of chocolate cake that we took a microscopic bite of and we were only allowed to describe it. Color, texture, we could not put any judgments in. I kind of got in trouble when I had said that I liked it or that I had taken too small of a bite and I wanted more. <laughs> so for me, <clears throat> describing it was more challenging, obviously. And I ended up stumbling upon Brene Brown she is a author and psychologist, and I believe she is a professor in one of the colleges in Texas, but please do not quote me on that. <laughs> she does a lot of TED Talks, and she has a really good Netflix special. And I was actually watching one of her TED Talks, and she started saying about how the vocabulary that she uses with her husband and her family is the story I am telling myself. Think about that one for a minute. The story I am telling myself. So when you get frustrated with somebody, if you can tell them, the story that I'm telling myself right now is that I'm not being heard. The story that I'm telling myself is that my words and my opinions and my views don't matter. That's a lot different than you don't listen to me. You're not going to listen to me. You haven't listened to me. You never listened to me. Any of that. Those are attacks where the story I'm telling myself puts it to where the other person is able to stay open-minded and open-hearted when hearing this story that you're telling yourself. For me, the story I'm telling myself has become a normal tool that I like to use when I talk with my husband. 
And even he now is starting to do the same thing. And you can really see that in our marriage, our communication skills have gotten better because instead of each one of us pointing fingers at the other and being on opposite ends of the boxing ring, we're now on the same side. You know, we're wanting the same things in life and in marriage and that, so why would we want to be on opposite ends? So after you describe the situation, if you're good at that, just describing the facts like, I asked for help. I did not get help. Or the story I'm telling myself. Then you go to E. Express. Only focus again on I. And also put in there feel. I feel angry or I feel sad. Don't say I am sad because that's not who you are. So don't define yourself that way. You're worth so much more than that. I feel. Be clear on how you feel. I feel ignored. I feel unheard. I feel unneeded. I feel unwanted. I feel unloved. I feel um, sorry for myself even can work if you're going into a victim mode. The next one that you go to is assert. So you assert yourself by asking for what you want. When you communicate with people, they're not mind readers. I mean, some of them, I guess, are. But for the most part, no, they're not mind readers. So when you want something, if you don't specifically say what you want, the person's not going to know. Don't hint around things. Don't tiptoe around it. Be real. Say, I would like. I would like help with this. I need to get this done. Will you please help me? That's clear cut to the point and asking for what you want. R, reinforce. Reinforce your position by offering positive consequences. So in this one, hey, if you can help me with getting this done, I will go help you get that done or I will make you dinner or I will pay you something. But let them see that there is a positive to helping you with whatever it is you need and or want. M, mindful. Be aware of the situation at hand. Keep your focus on what you want, not what you don't want. Okay, I've said this before. Thoughts are like seeds. You can grow flowers or you can grow weeds. If you are sitting there thinking about everything that is wrong, what could go wrong, what might go wrong, even if it's only a 1% possibility and you go there, you are setting yourself up for disappointment. Why? Because you're attracting what you're thinking about. Pay attention when you're thinking about stuff. Are you seeing ones? If you're seeing ones, that's the universe's way of communicating with you and telling you pay attention to your thoughts because you are creating whatever it is that you are thinking about. If it's positive, keep thinking about it because obviously you want to mess that, manifest that. But if you're thinking about negative things, do you really want to manifest that? So focus on what you want. If you want the help of the person, if you want them to give you something on that, focus on what you want. Don't go down the road of what you don't want. A, appear. Look confident even when you don't feel like it. 
Fake it till you make it. If you play small, you are not going to get what you want. If you go into a little shell mode, again, not going to get what you want. Stand up tall, put your shoulders back, look people in the eye, and that you have to know your own worth and know your boundaries and your respect so that way people know how to treat you. You train people how to treat you. Show them. Appear confident. Negotiate. Don't hesitate with people. Don't try to sit there and be like, hmm, maybe, maybe I shouldn't do this because I want this, but they don't. No. Instead, you want to go into it as, okay, I want this, they want that, let's compromise. If you're asking for help, and the other person is like, well, I'm busy today, then the compromise can be, okay, can you help me tomorrow? Or can you help me by next week? Whatever it is. It's okay to negotiate. Don't hesitate to negotiate. It's okay to. Let's see. FAST. FAST is another acronym. This one helps that self-respect. You want to have respect for yourself and you want to have respect for others. So fast, fair, be fair to you and others. What solution is fair to all? Apologize. If you did something wrong, if you said something, it doesn't matter if they apologize or not. It doesn't matter if they did something wrong too. If you did something wrong, apologize for it. Own it. Because when you own it, then you are not letting others have power over you. Don't be a victim even to yourself. Stand up, be proud, apologize when you need to. Don't be afraid to apologize. I kind of think it's ridiculous when people are like, oh, I never apologize. Well, then I feel sorry for you. Because really, we've all messed up. We've all hurt somebody in that. And part of learning and growing is knowing when to apologize. Because that's part of how you fix it. S, stick to your values. Stay true to what you believe. Okay. Know your values. I talk about values in this chapter too. Because knowing your values is kind of like a compass for your life. You might not necessarily know who you are. But if you dig, you'll find out what your values are. And if you know what your values are, then you can use that as your guide to make sure that you're not doing something against it. For example, if you value your family, well, then you are going to make the time to be with your family. You're going to make the effort to not hurt them with your words and your actions because you're going to care enough about them to show kindness. If you value your job, you are going to make it a point to show up to work, to make sure that you're getting along with your boss. You may not agree with them on things, but you also know if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. That's probably something that you're going to do if you value your job. If you just start popping off 
on your boss when they make you mad because they're going to have to work a shift that you don't want to, you're probably going to get fired and never going to work a shift again. Don't do that. And then there, that would also go back to your family values. If you value your family and you get fired from your job, well, who's taking care of your family? So stick to your values. When you are going through all this, keep in the back of your mind what you value. Truthful, don't lie. It only causes more problems. Don't make webs of lies. Instead, plant gardens of beautiful truths. Okay, I'm not saying go be blunt with everybody and start telling them everything that they're doing wrong. That's actually not what I would suggest. And right below that in my book, I talk about think, which is, is it truthful? Is it helpful? Is it inspiring? Necessary? Is it kind? So all of these are little pieces to the puzzle on how we can communicate with others, how we can get our needs and wants met and how to have better lives and better relationships. I hope that some of this stuff is helpful for you because I know some people believe that you have to tell the truth even if it hurts. I do not believe that. <laughs> and it's okay, we can agree to disagree, but I would like to leave you with this thought then. If you are being truthful to somebody and telling them how you feel, what is your end goal? Are you trying to save the relationship? Are you trying to fix the relationship? Or are you just trying to say what you want to say? Because if you're just trying to say what you want to say and you don't care about the relationship, then obviously you're not going to filter your mouth with that. But if you do care, you don't always have to say what is on your mind. And if you do feel the need to say it, then say it gently. It's okay to be truthful, but be gentle. You know, if somebody asks the truth on, do you like this shirt that I'm wearing? It works for you, but I wouldn't wear it. That's not my style. That doesn't hurt. That just explains that that's their choice. It works for them, but it doesn't work for you. You don't have to go off and be like, no, you look bad in it. We don't need to be mean. There again, that would put in bad karma for you. The nicer you are to people, and not fake nice, like real nice. The nicer you are to people, the more your karma bucket fills up. And there are gonna be times when you do mess up and you are really mean to people and you're gonna want that karma bucket in a good way overflowing to help you get through some of the stuff that you've done and we all have karma so don't feel bad I'm not singling anybody out and I'm not saying that I'm not guilty all right well that is all for today I hope you all have a wonderful day and you can find me on Amazon. You can get my book there. You can get it on Kindle. Um, you can reach out to me at awakenedmoments19 at gmail.com if you are interested in anything like a soul profile or some guidance or you just want to 
put in some of your own thoughts and opinions on my book. I'd love to hear from you. So have a great day, guys. Bye.